Hi, friends. Hello, hello. You're listening to I'm Sorry What the Podcast with Ashley Sleek. I'm sorry, what? It's just like I showed up at your front door, bottle of wine in hand with 30 minutes of juicy ass gossip to talk about. Like, who doesn't want to do that? I'm sorry, what? We're just here to talk about all those moments that make you really question what's going on in life. Like, why are you hung up over Brad from Bumble? How did Kylie get pregnant again? And, you know, why are you living at home at the ripe age of 29? (laughs) Or is that just me? I'm sorry, what? Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry What the Podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek. Happy August, everyone. You know, I know I talked about this a little bit last week because it's Taylor Swift season, you know, August, we don't write the rules. And, um, you know, I'm just excited. I feel like the fall vibes are encroaching in. Okay. And listen, here's my deal. I celebrate fall starting September 1st. I am aware that the first day of fall is September 22nd. I also don't care. So, you know, I do what I want. But here's the deal is, um, you know, September 1st is when I'll put up my decorations and everything. But I feel like there's a chance. Like, I feel like the universe is telling me to decorate early. And here's why. You see, um, bestie of the podcast, bestie of my life, Julie came over um, with a fellow bestie, Ryan. Um, can't say he's bestie of the podcast right now because he's he hasn't been up to date on his episodes. So I feel like it's important to call him out um, for that. But anyways, they stopped by the apartment here with beautiful, beautiful daughter, Gigi, and Jax, the dog. And anyways, they brought me some fall presents. So I have my first pumpkins of the season out. They're so fucking cute. Literally like little wool fall pumpkin babies. I'm obsessed with them. And then I also got this cute little um, fall gnome who's out and watching over everybody. And then also some dish towels. And I just feel like, I don't know. And then today I wore this orange dress and I was like, I literally two people called me out at work and were like, are you trying to start the fall vibes? It's like, listen, honey. It is what it is. Sometimes you just like you give what you're needed. You get what you need. You get what you need. I'm just kidding. Sorry about the singing. Actually, I won't apologize. Listen, I got to join the camp band this year and I feel like um, and by got to, I mean, I like asked and they made me audition and um, I had the best time of my life. And now I'm used to singing on a stage every morning you know, and that part of my life is over and I don't really know what to do about it. But I did have a wonderful jam sesh on my way down here. We had some some classics, you know, the climb Miley Cyrus. That was that was a repeat. I listened to it twice on my drive home from work. Um, Let's see. Monster and me. Little Mix. Ooh, that's a good one. It is a good one. Um, I, I'll stand by you. The Glee cast version, of course. Um, <laughs> you know, some other good jams. I was just singing on the way home. It's it's been a it's been a day, you know. Uh, anyways, I don't remember where I was going with the, all this. Oh, fall. Okay, so also in addition, I got my Bath and Body Works fall order. And here's the thing: like, you might be thinking, okay, bitch, you said you were gonna wait, but when the Lord hands you a sale on candles and soaps. Like, are you not going to then buy fall candles and soaps? And I limited myself. I only bought four candles. Okay, Uh, that's that's impressive. So then since I was already in my orange dress, of course, I did a TikTok uh, unboxing all the shit that I bought and then smelling them so I can rate them and all these fun things. So those TikToks should be up by the time this releases. If you don't follow me already, you can at Ashley Sleek. That's Ashley with two E's. Of course. Uh, (laughs) You can also find the link, I believe, on my Instagram as well. But I'm not going to 
I'm not going to state that. I'm going to like redact that from this episode because I honestly can't remember. Uh, but yeah, I'm ready for fall. And here's the thing. Um, the other thing about fall is that I am quickly approaching my 30th birthday. And here's the thing. I feel like if you're new to the podcast, hi, hello, welcome. I am very extra. I think you've probably already known that three minutes in if you're new. If you are a loyal listener, you're like, yeah, bitch, what? Here's the deal. I have been thinking and dreaming about my 30th birthday since like my 16th birthday. When I realized that I wasn't going to get a super sweet 16, I was like, you know what? We're going to channel all of that energy into the 30th. And here's the thing. It's coming and it's here. And, you know, I dreamed about my 30th birthday in the way that I dream about my wedding. And, you know, they're both very big events in my mind that are going to be, I wouldn't say extravagant, but, you know, exciting. And since I'm nowhere close to getting married, my 30th birthday is my only chance at happiness and my only chance to um, feel anything this year. So I'm going to need it to not suck ass. It's not that I'm putting pressure on. It's just that I'm single and I need it. So here's the thing. Um, You know, listen, I thought I would be planning a wedding by now. So then I wouldn't be as crazy about my 30th, right? Because I got the big party and we're done. That's not what happened. That's not the path that I chose to take, apparently. Uh, So we're putting all of our energy into the 30th. I already am like stressed. I'm not stressed in like a not fun way. I'm like stressed in a you need to relax way, but it's all going to be good. And so I need to start calling venues. I need to start like getting my shit together. For some reason, I keep picturing my outfit and there's feathers involved and I don't know why. Originally, I thought I would do a theme and do Disney Channel original movie theme. Haven't quite decided if I'm still going to commit to that or not, but um, I I could be a wonderful Sharpay Evans if given the chance. I might have to go back to blonde just for the occasion. (laughs) But anyways, uh, yeah, I'm really excited. I'm I can't cannot believe we're only a couple months away. And, you know, I met somebody today who for the first time was not surprised that I was a Scorpio and I didn't know how to handle that. Most people, when I tell them I'm a Scorpio, they're like, oh, really? Yeah, okay." But one of my coworkers today was like, I'm a Scorpio. He's like, yeah, I see that. I was like, what part? Because here's the thing, Scorpios and sorry, dad, Scorpios are only known for two things. It's like being a bitch and being horny. So I was like, which which one of those two emotions was I exuding in the workplace? I'm really going to hope it's the bitchy one. But also, I feel like I'm fun. I don't know. I felt like Santana Lopez in that moment, you know, when she's like, come on, you guys love me. I keep it real. I'm a bitch and blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? I don't think she calls herself a bitch, but you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> anyways, so... Whatever. I'm a proud Scorpio, I guess. And it's it's really it's really approaching. And speaking of me never getting married, I recognize that I did one of my top 10 most embarrassing things, I think. Honest to God. (laughs) I'm so ashamed. I accidentally bought myself an engagement ring. Hear me out. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has those days. Everybody knows what what I'm talking about. Everybody gets that way. Okay. I was on Shein, of course, being the bad person that I am. Remember, I went to church camp. It balances it out. I was on Shein and I was like, you know what? Maybe I could be a ring girl, right? I feel like I see these girls who wear all these rings and they're so cool. And I've never been a ring girl. I've never really like 
I don't know, maybe because my fingers are so like fat and like not in a body shame way. It's just like the factuals. I don't know how to describe my hands to you. Also, I'm not just going to give my hand description away for free. If I want to like talk about my hands, I'll go on OnlyFans. I'm sure there's a, a subset for that shit. But anyways, so I'm on Shein. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm I'm going to buy a ring. I'm going to try this. Right. <clears throat> well, you see, I was attracted to a ring because it is literally on my Pinterest board as one of my dream engagement rings. It's an emerald cut. It's not a real diamond. It costs like $3 from Shein. But it's an emerald cut with a gold band, although I do want a rose gold. But still, with no diamonds on the outside, just just the, the cut and the band, right? And I literally got it and I tried it on. I was like, you idiot. It looks just like an engagement ring. And this is not a message, by the way, to whoever is lucky enough to marry me that you can get me a $3 ring from Shein and I won't notice the difference. I have gone ring shopping with enough people to know what it would look like, okay? I know cut color and clarity, baby. So don't fuck with me. Although, listen, I do go by the Taylor Swift motto. Like, I like shiny things, but I marry you with paper rings, okay? It's not that I need a big diamond ring. It's that clearly I can buy myself one so you should too. I don't know where this tangent's going on. I just don't want, I just don't want someone not to marry me because I think I need a huge engagement ring. However, would I like one? Yes. But you know what? It all depends on what financial situation we're in. Okay. So anyways, back to the story. I put the ring on, like it comes in the mail. I put it on. I literally put it on my ring finger and I was like, oh, bitch, this is so tragic. Yes, this is the engagement ring I bought for myself. I would have loved to play it cool and be like, oh, you know, for when I go out to bars and I want guys to hit on me. But like, I never go out to bars without wanting guys to hit on me. I'm single. So like that story does not add up. If I was still in a relationship, then sure. Yes, I would like wear a ring out to get guys not to talk to me. But now I'm like, for the love of God, just give me a look. I'm just kidding. I'm not desperate. So in this last um, 10 minutes here, I've just told you that I am so um, self-absorbed that I need a 30th birthday party and I bought myself an engagement ring. So if you're wondering if this episode is a cry for help, maybe, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Either way, I'm enjoying my life right now and, and I'm, I'm doing fine. Okay, so let's talk about someone who's not enjoying their life right now, Mr. Pete Davidson. Okay, listen. Pete Davidson, honey, he falls in love so quick. It breaks my heart. I mean, I, but I get it. Pete Davidson and I have two things in common. We both have Crohn's disease and we both um, fall in love super quick. And we need to like work on those things, both of them. But Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian broke up. And, and listen, when I read it, was I surprised? Absolutely not. We all knew they weren't going to stay together. I loved their relationship and selfishly, like, you know, I want Pete to be happy and I care about him. Obviously, we're cronies. But Kim, for me, it was just like when you watch her go through such a tragic ass breakup with Kanye West and then you're like learning more about it. And it's like we knew he was a piece of shit. Like, who doesn't? Don't fucking don't even talk to me if you don't think Kanye West is like has piece of shit tendencies, at least. You know what I mean? So everybody knows that. And then it's obviously like, you know. She, she's like getting out of this relationship. She dates someone new who's fun. We start to see fun Kim come back. She's like talking about sex on the Kardashians. It's everything we ever dreamed of, right? But you knew that this wasn't going to last, okay? Here's the part that makes it so tragic. I read, and listen, this is all speculation, of course. I got this from Hollywood Unlocked, who got it from Radar. 
who got it from someone, you know what I mean? Who got it from a source. And it sounds like Pete Davidson like proposed to Kim. And then she said, no, obviously. And that like, she thought they were just having fun and having a good time. So she was like so shocked by the proposal. But this article was so ruthless. Hold on, I took a screenshot. Let me see if I still have it. Honestly, no promises, but I can remember some things, hopefully. Um, Okay, no, I found it. Okay, listen to this. (laughs) Okay, so the quote says, um, he is devastated. Everyone warned him that she was going to push him away, but he didn't listen. A source said, remember, this is the same guy that proposed to Ariana Grande after just a few weeks. Pete has learned nothing from that relationship. He falls hard and he falls fast. Same, same. Here's here's the thing I thought was suspicious, though. Like, don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. But tell me why. The Chloe baby news breaks, right? Which is another era of us just like all the comments being like, oh, my God, Chloe's such an idiot, blah, 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 blah. Which like just leave a bitch alone at this point. You know what I mean? But that news drops and then suddenly the breakup news drops. And of course, all eyes are on Pete and, and Kim because that's at this point, the story about Tristan and Chloe, it's like, all right, we've seen it before. We'll see it again. It's whatever. But I was like, Chris Jenner, you you sneaky devil. Were you like, I'm going to give, like, do you think they had a family meeting? They're like, okay, bitches, let's go. They all sit at the table, you know, do their dramatic thing. And Kim's like, okay, listen, I'll take one for the team. I was going to break up with Pete. I'm going to break up with him now. We'll leak the story. Give Chloe a break. You know, being the big sis that she is, she's like, I I will take it. I'll take the bad press. You know, like, come on. You don't think there's any sort of scandal there? You just think it magically happens that those two stories got released on the same day? No, fuck that. I'm calling absolute bullshit on that crap. So, um, I mean, you tell me. You tell me, obviously. Um, so now all eyes on, like, who Pete, Davins, Pete Davidson is going to date next. And listen, if Taylor Swift was single, that's where my money would be. My money would be on her. Um, somebody said Miley Cyrus, which I think is interesting. I I don't know where he will go next. Hopefully to therapy to make sure he doesn't like do this. Because listen, I'm with him. I fall in love really easy too and I get my heart broken. I don't think I'm crazy enough to propose after a short amount of time or get tattoos. I think that I am not at his level of crazy, but I get it. But listen, you probably have some codependency issues just like me and you should read the codependent book that I'm reading, which, by the way, side note, so funny. I have no shame in the game about my mental health. And right now, right now, maybe one day I'll be like, why were you telling everybody? But here's my thing. I'm tired of looking at every bad thing, quote unquote, bad thing in my life as like negative. Right. OK, whatever. My therapist says I have codependency issues. So I read a book and we work on it. Like, who cares? Um, so all this is to say that I brought my codependency book to camp because there sometimes with the activities, since I run the sports department um, or program, sometimes there's like a lull where, you know, like every kid wants to go to archery or something. And so nobody really comes to sports at that time. It's It doesn't happen a lot, but it happens. And in previous years, I've just kind of like sat in my chair and just people watched. And this year I was like, I'm going to bring my book. So I had like literally no shame in the game reading my codependency book. But this was a year where everybody like kept popping into sports to give me their gossip, which I forgot about. I was like, oh, this is what I normally do at this at this time. So anyways, everyone, some people come visit me. What are you reading? Oh, just codependent no more. <laughs> and it was just like fun to see people's reactions. Like some bitches were with me, you know, they're like, yeah, 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 I got you. 
Or some people are like, good for you. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. If Andrew tells me to read it, I'm going to read it. Okay, sorry. I keep jumping back. Speaking of Andrew, speaking of therapy, I think this is one of my favorite stories. And listen, if you can't crack jokes about your mental instability, like we can't be friends. Okay, so let it be. But (laughs) so I'm on the phone with my mom and she's like, so are you on any drugs for, you know, like depression or anxiety? And I want to preface the story by saying that there's, I have absolutely, this is no shade to anybody on drugs, obviously. Well, like good drugs, you know what I mean? But this is like nothing against it. I have a lot of anxiety around taking medication. It's not a big deal. It's just that like when you get lupus from a medication, your trust is a little bit shaken. Just saying, just saying. So anyways, I've never really gotten on any antidepressants or any anti-anxiety medication. And I was like, you know what, mom, it's interesting that you asked me that. I was like, my therapist has never mentioned it. So maybe I'm just like more stable than we think. So I get on the phone with my therapist and I'm like, you know, it's towards the end of our session. And I, I just said to him, you know, my mom brought up medication. You know, is this something that you think I need to be on, you know, thinking we're gonna have this win together where he's like, nah, girl, you're good. You know? And I'm just like, yeah, look at me. I'm, I'm stable. Um, (laughs) he goes, well, you know, I'm not, you know, I, I can't remember. What is it? Like a psychologist. I can't remember which one's like the doctor. So he's like, I can't like, like I can't prescribe you and I can't give that recommendation, but are you not on medication? And I was like, no. And he was like shocked. He's like, no, I thought you were on it this whole time. And I was like, no, I'm like living life. I'm being free. It's just me. And he's like, he's like, I can't give a recommendation, but I would have probably recommended you talk to someone by now. So here I am thinking I just like won therapy, you know, and I was like, no, 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 no. She's not, she's not drug level unstable. I thought Andrew and I were going to have a good laugh together. I'm not sure if I'm supposed to be saying my therapist's name, by the way. But here's the deal. I feel like Andrew's such a basic white boy name that like, no one's going to point out who he is. So anyways, um, okay, back to, <laughs> back to um, Celebrity. I watched that Purple Hearts movie. You're welcome. So in case you don't know what I'm talking about, there's this movie. I think it's based off a book. It's called Purple Hearts and it's on Netflix. And, you know, everyone's been talking about it. It's like the, you know, romantic movie of the of the moment. So I gave it a watch. I kind of do avoid romantic movies sometimes when I'm sad. But I also was like, you know, I haven't deleted my Bumble yet. Maybe I'll watch this like romantic movie and it will like spark my interest into dating. Uh, It didn't. So anyways, uh, here's my thing. A lot of people are like, it's military propaganda. And so I already knew that going into it. So I kind of like brush that shit off. Here's the thing, because the concept's basically like, and this doesn't ruin anything. It's like like a girl marries a guy basically to get the military benefits. Okay. Uh, First of all, as someone with a chronic illness, I understand my medical bills are so, were so expensive. If you've listened to this podcast for a long time, you know about like the colonoscopy I had that led me to my breakup, which is kind of my favorite transition. Um, my breakup with Jimmy came from my colonoscopy. Like, we love it. We love to see it. You can go back and listen to episodes to hear all about it. Um, but anyways, <laughs> I uh, that colonoscopy, I think, ended up costing me around... $1,800, two grand. And they were like, you have to get one once a year. And I was like, LOL, no. Like, who's paying for that? So anyways, I can respect the hustle. Here's the thing, though. 
they kind of like they we watch it happen, but it really like all of a sudden everyone's okay with their big, you know, political differences. And here's the thing. I have friends that differ politically from me and that's fine. Like I it doesn't really like affect our friendship at all, whatever. Being in a relationship with somebody where you have differing political views is so hard. It's so hard. And maybe it wasn't hard always. Like I remember when Jimmy and I first started dating. I don't even think I asked. I did ask at the bar. I was like, what's the deal? Do you believe in gay marriage? Like you cannot come home with me unless you're like down with the gays. You know what I mean? I was like, these are the rules. And he was like, yeah, like marry whoever. And I was like, all right, let's go home. So anyways, um, <laughs> but as it got, you know, like deeper into the relationship, us having like wildly different political views was really, really difficult. Like I, I think that there are certain issues that like we can differ on. And I'm not saying like, oh, I need to be with a Democrat, blah, blah, blah. But there's just some key shit that's like really hard to work through. And I feel like they just kind of brush that shit under the table. Like she saw how hard it was to be in the military and she was just like understanding of everything. And I was like, I mean, I'm not saying that didn't happen, but I'm just saying that like, that's tough. It's tough. It's tough. So anyways, that part, it was the most unrealistic part of it. Not the fact that this girl got like a record deal. It was the fact that they just overcame their different political issues so quickly. I was like, nah, not in this climate. Not in motherfucking 2022. Mm-mm. No way. I also, um, here's the thing. I did like the movie. But any movie that involves, like, singing, I think it's hard for me not to love. And here's here's the thing. You know, I've talked about this many times. I'm crazy. And I love to imagine scenarios in my head. I think I just am destined to be a writer. I just, like, never write these thoughts down. But I've thought of many, like, different romantic stories in my head, which... We I have mentioned on the podcast that I am writing a book and this will be a part of it. Obviously, the romance that goes through my brain. But that's not what I'm trying to say to you. What I'm trying to say to you is that the amount of times I've imagined what it would be like to be like on stage singing well and like the man of my dreams walks in and he's just like so taken aback by my like beautiful singing. Like that scenario plays in my head every time I sing in the car. Like when I was singing in the climb today, I was like, just imagine just imagine I'm like at this dingy, dingy bar. It's karaoke night. They're like, can somebody slow it down for us? I'm like, babe, I got this. I get up. I start seeing the climb. In comes the love of my life. And he's like, yes, that's <laughs> that's her. That's my girl. That's that's the person I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. Like, can't you just picture it? Don't you just dream about it? No, just me. It's me. It's me. Anyways, I, I didn't think the movie was bad. I think it's it's worth a watch. You let me know. Maybe maybe you thought it was too much. I like Sophia Carson. It was also driving me absolutely nuts that her hair was always tucked under her jacket. And then they were like, oh, that's supposed to show us when she's unstable. But then at the end of the movie, when she's all happy and shit, you know, no spoilers, but you know, it's going to end up fine at some point. Like her hair still tucked in. I was like, did nobody tell her? Like, is this supposed to be a new look? Gen Z, let me know. Hi friends. I'm so excited to talk to you about one of my new favorite brands, Kitsch. I don't know about everyone else, but I'm going back into the office and Kitsch has not only been so useful from work from home life, 
It is also very helpful for going back into the office. So listen to this. I started with the very cute like cheetah print satin pillowcase that I'm obsessed with. It sets the tone for my new bedroom. I'm in love and honestly, it really does make my skin and hair feel better and I'm not just shitting you on that. And then when I was working from home, listen, I would do this thing where I would take a shower and then I would throw my hair up in the towel scrunchie. And then like when I felt like getting out of my pajamas and I had to have a meeting, I would go blow dry my hair and it cut down the time astronomically. And then now I've got like the little ice roller thing because now I have to be up and like get in a car and drive to work. So I need to wake my ass up. And the ice roller just does just that. And it's so amazing, so helpful. And then I also got the heatless curler. So I can like curl my hair in that little, you know, pillow looking thing. And then I drive to work and I take it out and bam, I look flawless. I highly recommend Kitsch. They have all sorts of amazing products. Like I just named a bunch, but they have so much more. And you can get 15% off with promo code AshleySleek15. That is Ashley, A-S-H-L-E-E, Sleek, S-L-E-E-K, 15 and you can visit the link in my bio on Instagram to shop super easy. It's at Ashley Sleek on Instagram. Okay, bye. So I've also been thinking about bringing Ask Ashley to the podcast. Listen, in case you don't know the full history of me, <laughs> I used to have a blog, then turned vlog, called Ask Ashley, where I would like answer people's questions and do advice and stuff, which growing up, I wanted to be an advice columnist, which is why I went to uh, took a fashion internship because I wanted to work at Seventeen Magazine. And I thought that would all connect me on my path and somehow I end up working in marketing, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> anyways, so I was thinking about bringing it back to the podcast, but just like curious as to what people think. Uh, let me know. Slide in my DMs. If you have questions already that you think would be good, I was going to like start it off here, but I was like, you know what? I want to like get like an anonymous email going, whatever. Anyways, I just I it's just a thought I'm having out in my head. It just cracks me up. Like, I definitely want to go back and find the first ever Ask Ashley like blog post I ever did and like read it, I think, because wouldn't that be so funny? Like what? I think I started it. I think it was college. So maybe sophomore year or freshman year, one of those two, I started it as a blog. And I'm just curious as to what I had to say then and what I would say now. You know what I mean? So let me know what you think. Tell me your thoughts. Tell me your thoughts. Uh, <laughs> so I was cracking up because, you know, I I was drinking on Saturday night alone, not originally alone. Um, Ryan and Julie were here. We had a couple beers and they left. And I was like, oh, I'm just gonna like, pour myself another beer. And I was like laughing so hard at myself because I was like, what did I used to do when I was in a relationship and I was drinking? Because I mean, I guess I used to just blow up like I would just call the person I was dating. But I was literally sitting there like swiping on Bumble, having the time of my life, eating Taco Bell, having a beer, just like whatever. Because I know I said I wasn't dating in the last episode. And um, I, I, I meant that. I just I have a lot of healing to do. I feel like there's more layers um and things but smashly and ashley are not the same person and i said it before and i'll say it again i keep bumble on my phone because smashly deserves to be entertained she cannot be tamed she needs to be entertained and so i just i keep it on there so she can have fun and um but anyways i was just like literally cracking up it was the elite although my stomach is evolving and this is what happens with crohn's like, I definitely don't think I can ever eat Chipotle again, which is tragic. As we know, I have a history, a strong history. I used to work there. Um, and I 
had it the other day at work and I literally thought I was going to die. And I don't know, like not all Chipotle's are created equal. So maybe that was just like a really bad one. But no, it was so it was so bad. Um, And then when I ate the Taco Bell, I was like, I don't know. I was door dashing. I was like, oh, every once in a while. I try not to do it that often anymore, but I'm like, oh, I'm going to treat myself to a DoorDash meal. And I was like, oh, you know, I wasn't hungry like all day. And then it was like eight. And I was like, yeah, I don't have the energy to cook right now. And nothing sounded good. None of my like normal ass options sounded good. And I was like, you know what would be fun? <gasps> Let's DoorDash Taco Bell, you know? And so I did. And uh, it was it was everything I could have dreamed of while I was eating it. But oh, my God. I could not sleep. My stomach hurt so bad. I just feel like that's the biggest tragedy in the world. And this is the other reason that, you know, it would be really fun to date me. You can hear about all my um, <clears throat> problems with Taco Bell. Uh, okay. So I mentioned, I alluded to this earlier. I've talked about another podcast. But I have to say, uh, I am working on a book, obviously. And the concept is basically like writing out the past guys that I've dated, dated, loosely um how I wish it would have turned out and then how it actually turned out and then the kind of like what I learned from that blah blah, blah. like it I'm working on the title but something like the stories we tell ourselves or like the stories in my head or something like that so anyways obviously with Ryan and Julie there I was like they were with me like Julie and I met freshman year of college first day we were uh sweet mates and then Ryan I met early in the summer in between freshman and sophomore year and then he started dating Julie, I believe, like middle of sophomore year or something like that. So like they basically basically they've been with me forever. And oh, my God, the way I forgot, I was like, OK, so here's a list of people I'm thinking about talking about. Like, are there people that you think we like that I forgot? And it was hilarious and horrifying. And some of these people aren't going to make it into the book, but I feel like they could make it onto the podcast. But yeah, reliving um, <clears throat> some of Smashley's greatest hits was just, it was really unbelievable. It made me very excited um, to write this up because, you know, I think I've mentioned before about my questionable taste. Like, they all have these wild nicknames. One of them was like Pirate pirate Tape, and they call me Pirate's Booty, and Ryan's like, is he making it into the book? And I'm like, I no, like, you have to draw the line somewhere, and maybe I'll tell that story at a different time, but... Anyways, it was a really great time. And just a reminder that like, you know, I'm sure every single one of these guys I cried over, you know what I mean? Like, I'm so fucking dramatic. I'm sure. But like, I'm fine. Am I still crying over some guys? Yeah, absolutely. Just one in particular. But like, we're doing it. We're powering through. Um, (laughs) I cry over everything. I don't know. I just think it's fun. It gave me a little bit of hope. I was like, you're gonna be fine. You're going to be just fine. Somebody is going to find you that appreciates all your fucking crazy and all these hilarious stories. And they're going to think it's amazing and whatever. You know, there's no reason to be insecure anymore. It's just it's just a waste of time. I spent so much of my life being like insecure and like it's all going to be okay. Okay, there's one other story that just popped in my head. I feel like I have to tell too. Um, <clears throat> okay, so my freshman year, I'm like, 18, whatever. And um, clearly, as I said, that I got my first kiss in college. Like, so painting the scene for you already. And we used to party with like the baseball team, which was so fun. Love that. 
And um, I think I, you all know that because I told the story about how my roommate was like sleeping with a guy while I was throwing up. If you have not listened to that episode, please, please return to it. It's so worth it. Um, <laughs> just binge the whole ep- binge the podcast if you haven't yet, because you're missing some good things. So anyways, um, <laughs> in that same group, OK, there was this guy. And obviously I have always been crazy about Miley Cyrus. Right. So this guy was like, hey, um, do you want to come into my room and listen to Miley Cyrus? And my dumbass. By the way, I fully feel like. I would have been a kid that would have jumped in a big white van. Besides the fact that I was constantly afraid of being kidnapped, like my fucking sensory skills were so off. I mean, granted, I was probably drinking trash Keystone lights like it was water and wasn't myself anyways. But this guy's like, come listen to Miley Cyrus. And I'm like, oh, my God, so fun friendship. (laughs) I walk into this man's room. All the lights are off. There are candles lit. Candles like multiple Like, straight out of one of those romance. Have you ever actually, like, had someone... Like, have you ever really had sex in candlelight? Like, please DM me. Like, has some guy actually set up candles for you? Because genuinely, when I was retelling the story, I was like, am I lying? Like, did this really... But it did. It most definitely did. And so, like, I'm still like, okay, whatever. He's in the mood. (laughs) He's, like, set in the Miley vibe. And we're literally sitting on the floor. And he, like, turns his laptop on and he plays the climb. I can almost see it. This dream I'm dreaming. You know what I mean? And there's candles lit. And I'm just like, I can almost see. Like, I'm fucking vibing. Okay? I was so horrified. And then he, like, obviously makes a move. And I'm, like, squirm my way out of there and, like, run out of the room. And I'm like, Julie, this man, he, like, wanted to have sex with me. Listen. (laughs) 18-year-old Ashley? Absolutely not. However, 29-year-old single Ashley, if you want to romance me with the climb and some candles, that would be the way. This guy was just way too ahead of his time. He needed to wait for me to be old. I could, I swear to God, I could not tell you this man's name or what he looked like. I remember that he was old, but like I was 18 at the time, so old could have been like 20. Like I have no idea. Um... I'm sure he's wildly successful somewhere, probably does not remember this night, um, but it is so ingrained in my memory now. I absolutely love it. Um, (laughs) So anyways, uh, let's power to the I'm sorry, what moment of the week? I feel like I might get in trouble for this one because it's really not directed at anybody. It was just like this genuine, genuine thought that I had. Genuine. What was that word? It was a genuine thought that I had the other day about like being single again. And one of the things that I absolutely cannot stand about being single is that everybody thinks that then you are just available to date any other single man. Like I've had this happen in my own family. And I think this is what triggered this thought was like recently I was just trying to like call. You know, what? I can't tell the story because it will give it away. But anyways, I had family members try to like set me up. And it was just like just because we're two single people does not automatically mean we should be together. And it's also annoying because they're like clearly like not every time it's a good match, you know, but you're just like, oh, my God, my single people, I have to hook them up together. No, you don't. And listen, I get it. I have been in relationships before and you just want to help a sister out. I hear you. And I'm not trying to discourage anybody because I need all the help I can get. Have you listened to the last 30 minutes of this podcast? Clearly, I need it. That being said, 
don't just like pick up a random single person and be like, this should work. No, 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 no. Put some thought into it. And also the minute I say no, no, that's the answer. I remember growing up, I had like a best guy friend and everybody was up our asses about dating. And it drove me so crazy because like, then it was awkward between us. You know, like we really had to overcome that whole thing because like, fuck you guys and girls can be friends. I don't want to fucking hear it. I want to hear your theories. I'm not interested. I, I go on a rant about this on a later episode of the podcast where I talk about like how I think that guys need girlfriends because I've seen y'all's fucking bubble profiles and they're trash. And if you had a girl best friend, that wouldn't happen. You know what I mean? And do I think the trope of like you end up marrying your like longtime best friend is cute? Sure. But like, I also am a believer that I can sing karaoke in a bar and some man's going to walk in and fall in love with me. So clearly my credibility on like a love story is zero. So like, no, I just feel like it's so it's very frustrating. If you're going to set me up, you make that shit a viable match, a thought out match with bullet points as to why you think it would actually work. Not just like, hey, you two are single and you're hanging out. You must be in love. No, no. If it were that easy, I would not be single. (laughs) So, yeah, I also, you know, it's I know everybody means well. And this is like I said, it's not directed at anybody. It was just like this situation happened. It triggered me. It reminded me of like the friend situation growing up. And I was like, oh, my God, this is the worst. This is the worst. Do not just put me in a box of single, single desperate bitch. If there's one thing that I'm learning from therapy, okay. It's that like, I need to, and I don't mean this to say that any guy that I dated was lower than my standards. I just mean that I have, I need to raise my standards. And this is, this is what I mean by that. I do, I genuinely, every guy I dated was great. Not, not everyone. We could put Chipotle guy down there. But anyways, um, the last couple guys, it's more that like, I'm quick to be like, when I'm on the apps, like, well, he said this, but like, it's OK. Like, I ignore the signs because I'm like, la, 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 let's give him a chance. No, you can be a hard ass. You don't have to say yes to every single person that comes your way. That's like, that's not the deal. That's not the vibe. So anyways, all this is to say that if I have to raise my standards because of my therapist, you need to raise your standards when you're trying to like set me up. OK, do better. And I'm not discouraging anybody because I need you, but I'm just saying step it up. (laughs) Step it the fuck up. Find me a guy who's going to walk into a karaoke bar and fall in love with me. I'll improve my singing and you improve your taste. You know what I mean? Um, Anyways, thank you so much for listening to this podcast, everybody. I'm having the time of my life. I love you all so much. This podcast gives me absolutely every ounce of joy in the whole wide world. And I'm so grateful that people think it's entertaining enough to listen I do too. So I'm glad we're on the same page. And (laughs) I love you so much. Don't forget that you are a fucking amazing person. You deserve all the good things in your world. Do not let the haters get you down. Um, You're just beautiful. And I love you. And thank you so much for listening and spending this time with me. And like, comment, subscribe, and download. Share this podcast with a friend. Let me know if you have Ask Ashley questions. I am going to bring it to the podcast at some point. Um, Yeah. Anyways. Okay, bye.